You might have heard of the term empath, but have you heard of HSP, which is the highly sensitive person? This is the term that they use in psychology. So today, I really thought that we would take a deep dive into being an empath and also HSP, the differences. And I want to go through 14 different traits that HSPs have. And I want you to be able to see how many of these traits that you have to be able to determine if you are an HSP or are you an empath? Okay, are you ready? I know I am, so let's get right to it. A couple of things that I want you to know is, and I thought that was very interesting, is that HSP it does not run in families, okay? So I thought that was really interesting because I say all of the time that we, as in you and me, the ones who are guided towards a love and light stuff, the woohoo, the spiritual, and those kinds of things, we are often the black sheets of the family. And it's so funny because I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this, but it's called the, I believe it's actually called the empathic scale. So... It's actually called, yeah, the empathic spectrum. And so on the far left side of the spectrum, you have narcissists. And then slightly over to the right of the scale, you have a loving empathic people. So these are people who are, you know, kind, maybe they're generous, they're very nice. And then if you go on a little bit further on that spectrum, you're going to find the HSPs, which are the highly sensitive people that we're talking about today. And then on the far right part of the scale, you have empaths. And so I tell you what, like a lot of us psychics too, we're like, man, you cannot doubt that if you're an empath, then more than likely you're psychic. Or some feel that just right past the ability of being an empath is the psychic abilities. And I thought that was just really interesting because it's like we are always seeing empaths, psychics, and mediums they're always the ones that are the outcasts or who are a little bit different in their family and nobody else is quite like them. And it's just kind of funny that the highly sensitive person is literally, it is scientifically based that it is not genetic. So that means that you would, you would be the only person in your family that was like you. Okay, so I thought that was a really cool tidbit and now I want you to keep count on how many of these you have, okay? And I'll remind you as we go through here. Okay, so number one, HSPs are constantly processing information, they're overthinkers, they're always thinking about, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta solve this, I have so little time, and it might even affect other areas of their life, you know, because they can't sleep because their mind's always running, or I know that I'm definitely HSP because I know I'm an empath and all that. One thing I noticed too is I'm always like what ifing situations. I'm always like what if this, what if that, what if that. And my husband's like, oh my God, you look into everything too much. So if you've ever heard that term, like you're lo just looking into it too much, then you can give yourself a point because more than likely you're an HSP. All right, number two is that you're an introvert. So if you are an introvert, that means that you are an HSP, or not, it doesn't mean, but it means that that is one of the traits of being HSP, is being that you're introvert. And basically how you know if you're an introvert or an extrovert is, this is like literally, like I've done classes on this and everything, it is, if you get your energy 
from other people, then you are an extrovert. If you feel drained being around people, then you are an introvert. That's basically the bottom line. So a lot of people think that I'm an extrovert, but I think I'm more of an outgoing introvert because I do not get energy around people, usually. I don't know, maybe I'm complicated. But anywho, give yourself a point if you're typically an introvert that you really need to be by yourself at least to regroup and you actually get your energy from either being alone or with very few people. All right, number three, you are aware of everything and anything around you. You're just constantly taking it all in. You are taking in social cues. You are taking in everything that's happening, all the little nitty gritty details, maybe even to your dismay or your partner's dismay or your kid's dismay. It's like, man, maybe you even are that one that is like, you know, an elephant never forgets. So give yourself a point if that is you. Now we're going on to number four, which is HSPs pick up on little subtleties of emotion, okay? So you know how I always bring this up where it's like, oh man, you could walk into a room and know that somebody just argued and those kinds of things. That HSP is able to do that. So they're able to pick up on those little emotion things that maybe not everybody else can. Like I'm not sure if you have a partner like me, but my husband does not get that at all. Like if we walk into somewhere and I'm like, oh my God, I think that they we just walked in on something. I'm like, don't you like feel that? I'm gonna be like, no, what are you talking about? Like unless like there is like this sign on their forehead or an exaggerated emotion on their face, like my husband is not getting it. But if you get it, then you can give yourself a point because that is a quality of an HSP. Alrighty, next on the list is sensitivity to sensory stimulation. So this is really talking about if you are someone who is just very sensitive to like noises and crowds, like there's a commotion, maybe you feel anxiety even going into Walmart. It's like a sensory overload for you. And if that is you, then give yourself a point because that is a trait of HSP. And now we're going on to number six is that you are very compassionate. You're empathetic to others. You have like this great kindness about you. And we're going to talk a little bit as soon as we're done with these about how that differs from being an empath. So but if you just notice that you are that type of person, then give yourself a point. All right, now we're going on to number seven, which is HSPs have a vibrant inner lives. Okay, so this is someone who has like an active imagination who is totally okay with being alone with themselves and their thoughts that they are often very creative. They're very self aware of themselves. And <clears throat> they just have a lot going on in their mind but it's actually kind of fun because I'm not sure about you but when I was growing up like oh my gosh like you could just leave me alone with myself and I would just come up with crazy story ideas and amazingness inside my mind or maybe you're this the one that keeps on thinking back on things or you're always coming with different ideas or different solutions even for other people so that is a point if that is you all right, number eight is HSPs tend to react more strongly to situations, okay, because we are deeply affected by the world around us. So if you're one of them that really comes off like very like sad maybe or very happy, very anxious or whatever, if you respond to others that way, then that means you're an HSP. As you can kind of tell probably, I am very much an HSP. I go into the empath and like we talked about going up into the psychic part, but you can really tell that 
when I talk, like even when I am doing my podcast and things like this, I have a tendency of being very excited, like really just in the moment, just like, I don't know, having a lot of emotions around it. Whereas other people might say that they're excited, but like, are they truly excited? You know, like you really like to have to feel it. And it's more of a stronger connection to the emotion that they're feeling. So think about that. That is number eight. And we're going on to number nine, which is HSPs have a tough time with negative feedback. Oh my gosh, it has taken me so long to be okay with negative feedback because HSPs and past the whole works, what they do is they have a tendency of taking things more personally. And that is because of little social cues, you know, we're more heightened um, with the energies that are around us and things like that. But however, even if you're not like emotionally attached and things like that, if you're an HSP, you really don't like hearing those bad things. You're just more sensitive to it. I don't know how another way to put it, other than you're just more sensitive to the bad, you're more sensitive to the bad things in all parts of life. Like you don't like watching violence on TV and you know you probably can't even watch the news. You don't like seeing people suffering. I, I don't know people who do like people suffering, but but you understand what I'm saying. And so when that bad stuff is actually aimed at you, whether it's, you know, criticism or, you know, someone's yelling at you and things like that, it's very difficult if you're an HSP to deal with that. Okay, we are going on to number 10, is that HSPs are able to sense, you know, um, opportunities. They're able to mitigate problems. They're able to see things a little bit different than other people do. And this can make it great for them if they are working in, in an environment that they can really allow their creative juices to flow and to really help out on even like a grander scale as well. But they're really good visionaries and they are able to see the solutions that other people aren't able to see. All right, so we're going to go on to number 11, which is they are a seeker to the big questions in life. Who am I? Why am I here? Why is the sky blue? Like what is going on? Okay, they just love to learn and to know about that. And that's why I think that a lot of HSPs go down their spiritual path and they can actually find out if they're an empath or even open up to their psychic abilities and things like that. And the reason why that they are really drawn sometimes to either a religion or some kind of spiritual practice. That's what I've noticed, but whether or not, you know, you have noticed that if you are someone who really does seek bigger answers and wants to know like the bigger picture of things, then give yourself a point. Okay, we're moving on to number 12, and that is HSPs are misunderstood. They are often mislabeled. Maybe people have called you a crybaby. Maybe people have called you anxious. Maybe people have told you like, oh my God, you got to settle down. Okay. Like you are the energizer bunny. Okay. That's me. But people just don't get you. 
that they don't understand your sensitivity. They don't understand the reason why that you are the way you are. Like, I don't know about you, but I cannot watch ridiculousness. Or I have to watch it in very small doses because I cannot handle seeing people like falling off the bikes, hurting themselves, wiping out. Like my son and my husband can watch that like all day long. And I do like watching sometimes, like when it's just like the funny things and I know everybody's okay. But if they're not okay or they wipe out, I don't care if they're laughing. I, I'm not laughing. I, I'm, I'm crying, okay? So... You you might feel a little bit misunderstood because of your sensitivity, because you might feel more sensitive than those around you. And I do have to say, though, if you're an HSP, it's not that far from being an empath. And we're going to talk about that. We're almost done with these 14 little points. And only 1% to 2%, I believe it's of the world, are actually empaths okay you can even say one or two percent of america because i don't remember but either way that is a very very slim majority so that means that more than likely you do feel a little bit like an outcast you do feel misunderstood like, and people don't get you all right we're moving on to number 13 and this is you get hangry easily oh my gosh you guys when i found out that this was one of the signs that you are an HSP. I was like, OMG, WTF, my life makes more sense. And I am going to try and link some of the articles that I have read and got some of this information from um, in the show notes. And the reason why that HSPs get more hangrier than other people more easily is because they're more sensitive to the blood sugar levels, okay? So even though other people might go ahead and have like a lot more sugar and things like that, that and it's okay with their body, you might be somebody who is just more sensitive to that and you know sensitive to the sugar and then that's going to affect your blood sugar levels and make it go really really high or really really low very quickly and i don't know about you but i am totally 100% that i notice blood sugar levels either dropping and maybe even skyrocketing more so after certain meals then maybe i feel like other people around me are being affected all right, number 14 is, this is the last one, but it's a good one, I think, is you are deeply moved by beauty, okay? Maybe it's even going to be beautiful artwork or music and things like that. For me, it used to always be the moon. Like, any time that I left to go to work and it was still dark, I would just stare at the moon. I just would stop and wonder. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just so gorgeous. And... I love to do walks like in silence or bike rides in silence and then just soak up the beauty that's all around me like the river or the lake that I'm nearby or the way that the sun is coming through the trees and you just go ahead and take a picture but the picture is never ever as beautiful as it is with your eyes so if you are finding yourself doing that then you are more than likely and HSP. Okay, so out of these 14, how many did you get? I think that I definitely probably had maybe 14 out of 14, but I'm not positive that I'm an introvert, so that could be like a 13. However, this is the moment where we really draw that line to see if you are truly an HSP or if you're an empath. Because the biggest difference is HSPs notice the energies. They are sensitive like to all of these things. 
But what an empath does is that they're a little bit more, quote, severe. They're a little bit more further to the right to where not only do they sense these energies, but they take on the energies of their own. They literally absorb the energy. Well, if they don't know what they're doing, they're an empath that absorbs the energies, but you literally take that energy out on your own. So let's look back on some of these 14 to see if you are truly an HSP or are you more of an empath, okay? So the first one is that you're constantly processing information. There's so much to think about, right? You're overthinking things. So that's an HSP. But if you're an empath, then you are going to be somebody that is processing all the information that's around you and you are absorbing all the energies that are around you and all of a sudden now you might feel anxiety when you never felt anxiety before. You might all of a sudden be taking on other people's emotions and how you determine this is by the way that you feel. HSPs might be really busy thinkers, but are they feeling that anxiety? Are they feeling that overwhelm? Not usually. Usually that's a sign of an empath because the empath is absorbing those energies and they are taking it all in. Okay, so a couple of the other ones are, well, number two is going to be a big one. HSPs are typically introverts, but empaths can be introverts or extroverts. So a lot of empaths are actually extroverts. So if you find yourself a little bit more on the extrovert side, or you're not really sure, or if you're more an outgoing introvert, maybe like how I think I am, then maybe you're more of an empath, all right? So the, HPS, the HSP is aware of everything, but see, the empath is aware of everything, and then they are are absorbing it they're like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh like this is all is this my fault like what's going on why does this person feel this way and they are putting it into their own bodies and a really great way of determining this is hsp they're aware of everything that's happening in the situation but are they truly feeling it an empath would really feel it. So for example, number four says, HSPs pick up on emotional subtleties. Like when you walk into a room and you read the tension, remember we talked about that? An HSP is just aware of it. When an empath walks into a room and somebody just argued, all of a sudden they might start feeling the way that one or both people in that room feel. Like all of a sudden they just might feel like their heart racing or they might start feeling like they're sweating or they might feel like they're really anxious or they want to cry because they are absorbing, they're taking on that energy. Okay, so number five, sensitivity to sensory stimul uh, stimulation. And then number six, they're very empathic and also compassionate. And that's where empaths are like off the scale with their compassion and their empathy. They can't go any further to the right. If they go any further to the right, they're going to fall off the face of the planet, okay? So if you are somebody who has a lot of compassion or did have a lot of compassion and empathy for other people before maybe the world hurt you and got to you, then that is a sign that you are more of an empath. Okay, so number seven is that, you know, HSPs live vibrant lives, you know, and they are creative thinkers. The same exact thing with the empath, okay? Very, very much so. Number eight is HSPs tend to react more strongly to situations. 
1000% the same thing with an empath, but just a little bit more stronger. And number nine, have a tough time with negative feedback. And number 10 is that they're able to, you know, solve problems, come up with solutions. And the same thing with the empath. And what the empath can actually do is they can take the energy of the person that's that they're talking to that's having that issue and because they can feel what the other person is feeling it's almost like they're attached to a part of them and they're able to come up with even better solutions because it's almost like they know the person better because they're truly connected to their energy all right, so number 11 is that they're seeking big questions in life. Yes, I did not know what an empath was. I think that in the 90s and things like that when I was growing up, it wasn't that big of a word. No one talked about it. But I remember going up to my friends and they're like, oh my God, my hand hurts. And I'm like, oh my God, my hand hurts too. But it was always the counter opposite. So if it was their left, it was my right. And it was just kind of funny in that sense because I was like, why does my hand hurt? You said that your hand hurts and my hand hurts, but I think it has to do with you. I don't understand how I under, how I can feel your pain. And that's because I'm an empath. But what that did was that helped me seek bigger questions in life like later on um, as I went through my journey and those kinds of things. So that is definitely also a sign of being an empath. And then you're misunderstood. Oh my gosh, is there like anyone that's more misunderstood than like an empath or the psychic world? I just feel like we're just totally misunderstood. Okay, and then getting hangry easily. So just think about this. If an HSP is sensitive to blood sugar levels and things like that within their body, and an empath is even more sensitive to an HSP, then how much do you think that the empath is affected by the blood sugar levels if an HSP is affected? Because an empath is even more sensitive than HSP, which means that an empath's blood sugar levels are even more sensitive to certain foods and those kinds of things. Okay, and number 14, you're dealing with moved by the beauty. And what's really amazing about this is the empath can actually absorb good energies too. We're always talking about how empaths can go ahead and just absorb all these bad energies, but it's not always just the bad. We just might notice the bad a little bit more strongly than the you know good stuff, okay? Because it bothers us. So I don't know why, but this analogy is coming forward. Hopefully it makes sense, but what's going to bother you more? You know, putting on a nice soft sock and walking around in it? Or is it going to bother you more with having like a pebble in your shoe? Okay, so we are going to pay attention probably more to the pebble in our shoe. And this goes back to the way that we were basically brought up as, you know, cavemen and things like that. And back in those kinds of days where it's like we had to pay attention more to the negative things because the negative things, the bad things, could truly be a choice of life or death. You know, it was always those kinds of things. So we had to be hyper aware to the bad so that we could survive. Okay, so I wanted to bring all of this up to you because I really wanted to help you establish that connection from like the physical, down to earth, psychological, you know, psychology kind of world and the woohoo world. They're not that too far gone, okay? They're very similar, they're very, very close. And even if you're an empath, you might see that some of the people around you might not be empaths, but they are HSPs. They're highly sensitive people or a person. So you can look at this and see it in your child. And then if they 
are going ahead and they are absorbing those energies. And how you can tell if you're really absorbing the energies is because your emotions, your sensitivity is going to be off the freaking hook. And you are really going to feel like you're on a roller coaster of emotions because you're probably going ahead and absorbing in other people's energies that are having different kinds of emotions. So you might be walking into Walmart and absorbing people who are angry or depressed or sad or whatever. And that's the reason why, and I'll be honest, my opinion, a lot of people are not sick. It's like they're empathic or they're psychic and they don't know how to, you know, take care of themselves because they don't even know that they're doing it. So just in case you don't know, shield your energy, only allow 100% love and light come into your space and you can do that by going ahead and setting that intention, saying, hey, I only allow 100% love and light come into my space, you can do that. And also I will leave a link in the show notes for my book, Anxiety to Angels, I believe it is chapter one, and it will go forward and give you a lot of different ideas on how to shield your energy. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It has been so much fun to make and I would really like to know if you're an HSP or if you are an empath. So definitely place your vote into the Rise Into Your Power group today on Facebook. And I will be seeing you very soon.